De, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hi, ¿cómo están todos? Welcome to The Colores Radio. This is episode 18. As always, we appreciate you all listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is Trap Ralphie himself, <laughs> Rafael Tamayo. Rafael Tamayo, saludo a todos mis paisanos desde hey. Laya, Wow, um, this is our final episode of 20 fucking, sorry, I'm starting strong, 2017. <laughs> Can you believe it? 2017 came and went. I, I just got used to writing 2017. And now you got to start reworking your mind. I hated that in yeah. school when you would be like writing yeah. the wrong year for half the year. And then you're like, I Bro. got it. All my signatures like have like this, the 16 scratched out and then a 17 right next to it. Shut up. Yeah. You do not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So <coughs> how are you before we get into it? What's popping? What's new? Chilling. You know, it's, uh, a lot of family time, a lot of parties, a lot of social everything. But yes. I'm uh, I'm hanging in there, ending 2017 with a bang. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? What, what's popping with you? I'm Ella? ready to get into the new year. That's Same. how I'm feeling. Like, I'm like, there's a lot that's happened. Let's let's start fresh. I be pretending like I'm good. Yeah, don't be pretending. We got to keep it real. It's okay if we struggle. You know I mean? Yeah. We all know, struggle yeah. a little bit. They've heard me struggling enough. It's <laughs> okay if we're all struggling. So we had a lot of fun last episode for the kids with our nephews who exposed me. <laughs> and Gianna, how cool was that? It was fun. I had a good time. It was super sweet. When yeah. I listened to it again, I cried again. Yeah, I had a few people tell me it was it was their favorite episode. Aww. I think uh, I think that I, I, it sounds like our listeners had a lot of fun listening too. So I'm glad. That's I really cool. So. Yeah. So since it is our last episode of this deviled year, Ugh. we absolutely you sounded like Rick Ross. We absolutely <laughs> Ralph Ross. Ew, Ralph Ross. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. Okay. Get a wing stop. Same, honestly. Give me some ranch. Uh, we absolutely have to do something. Oh, Pat. Of course. We have to do something totally different. Okay. What yeah. should we do? I mean, you, you call it. Me call it? I, I got don't, it? I don't know. I mean. So, I think I got it. We're going to have to do our first ever wrap-up of the year. The De Coco Dundies. Dundies. No, I have no other way of naming it that. So. You can't, I mean, you have to. Do you remember when... The Cocundies, Pat. The Coco Dundies. It's our final year-end wrap-up. You know what's funny about the Dundies? Um, not the... I mean, Michael Scott's a comedic genius, it's a, right? It's an Office reference yeah. if you don't get it. So if you don't watch The Office, you should watch it or at least watch the Dundies episode. But then there's one episode where, like, Michael's being very dramatic and he thinks that he's dying. Right. And so he radios to Jim and he says, Jim, if I die, <laughs> please do one thing for me. And Jim's like, what? He's like... Host the Dundies. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not getting it, Rafa's basically Michael Scott, and we're going to host our own De Coco Dundies. Boom. So I hope y'all are ready. Uh, before we get into the <coughs> fun, Rafa, can I ask you something? For sure. Shoot. I want you to listen very, very closely. Okay. 
I'm going to ask you something private. Dang. All right. Hold up. <laughs> something to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy. Are you ready? Okay. Into how we are feeling right now. Ooh. Into the reality of our existence. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time <laughs> for me mood. Rafa, are you ready? Um, no, I'm not. You're not? You don't got a meme? I have, why? Well, I, I always have to narrow it down because, like, there's always so many memes. Right, that's true. Meme life. Yeah, um, well, if, if I am going to narrow it down, and honestly, I don't know if you're going to get it. Oh, because wow. I'm, I, I like feel like I'm going to be very enough? vague. No, 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 no. Not millennial. <laughs> Here we go. Here You're we millennial go. too, okay? I mean, I'm on the cusp, but I'm going to pull it up. Hopefully, it's this guy dancing, and they're like in the middle of no. Well, not in the middle of nowhere, but they're like out somewhere, right? Uh-huh. And um, like this dude has like, he almost starts off doing like these chicken moves. Where his hands are like bent backwards, bro. What? But then he starts doing like some crazy, like really dope, most like really random stuff. And um, I'm ready. Yeah, I'll have to find it. I know I'll have to find it. Oh well, sounds like a good one. I'm looking forward to seeing it live. Um, I'm gonna jump to mine. Yeah, while please. we wait. So. I don't, my main mood is a lot of things because it's the end of the year and I'm feeling a lot of things. But one of them is partially this um, video. It's like from those people that are like, what's that show? I think it's on TB, not TBS, um, T, Tinder Love and Care, TLC. Uh, it's on TLC and it's one of those like little people shows. And it says, my mom, after heating up tamales for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the next week and a half. Mm. And then she, like, she says, bon appetit. And it's so funny. <laughs> oh, like, I love that one, yeah. It's just, that's how I feel. Anyway, uh, we've discussed our meme moods. But we want to discuss, as it is our final year wrap-up, what is the meme mood of 2017? Who's got it? What is the it's best gonna be us meme? It's going to be Bernie, the dog burning. That's just been the year The dog round. burning has been, like, for years, though. He's a yeah. classic. He's never going away. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, there's Salt Bay. We had a lot of memes this year. We started Bay. strong. Kermit had a great year. Oh, he did have a good run. No, he was, he was really the, going. Like, that dark, like, the white man it. blinking, which yeah. I think is pretty good. We've had a strong meme oh, year. Oh, yeah, we have. Lots of things. That's a tough one to the narrow SpongeBob down. SpongeBob one, y'all's favorite. That was, I think my favorite was SpongeBob, especially cause when Sam in season. That is a classic <laughs> Coco moment. Yeah. Never forget. I think, I think mine might be the white man blinking one. I think. That's a good or one. Or what's the one with the guy where he's pointing at his forehead? Oh That's yeah. That's a good one too. Bro, is that broken? It went on too long. <laughs> Ding. Okay. Um, I don't know who our winner is. Did we decide on winner? I don't know. Well. Are we reaching a consensus? No. I really want to go with SpongeBob. I like SpongeBob. The SpongeBob one was good, but it kind of got overkilled in my opinion. You think so? I think so. But Kermit, like, Kermit started (laughs) last year, though. Yeah, but Kermit, like, like got stronger. He rolled over into 2017 because then he became, like, a Sith Lord for a little bit. I wish there was like a he meme did, expert. He did. That was the one. The Sith yeah. Lord one. That there was isn't a, good a meme one. expert we the, can call. Then they did the cranes in the sky thing. <laughs> yes, that was beautiful. 
Anyways, you decide. Let us know what you think is the best meme Tweet of 2017 yeah. because Instagram this is a hard, hard debate, and we're missing lots of them. We are. All right, so now it's officially time for El Google, the juice. Let's talk the juiciest moments of 2017. There have obviously, obviously been too damn many. I'm going to stay away from politics mostly because they are utter and complete trash, and this country has exposed themselves, and I don't just mean um, conservatives or whatever. Literally, Democrats have a lot of shit to work on, too. Everybody, Honestly, the whole I system has yeah. exposed itself, yeah. and we've got a lot of work to do as a country, and that speaks for itself. So I'm not even going to get into it about how disgusting and inhumane and selfish and greedy and capitalistic and nationalistic and all those things we are. So that's my coverage of politics for this year. I think we literally have to fall apart before we can build back up again. Um, anybody else have a quick hot take on America's politics in 2017? I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be scared. I wasn't trying to be scary. FDT. FDT yeah. forever, absolutely. We cannot wait for impeachment. I was hoping to get it for Christmas, but I'll take a late present. So, our, um, I guess, it, it was pretty funny, his inauguration, just seeing how terrible turnout was. Are you kidding me? That was, and like, how the most he reacted. <laughs> he reacted like a child, a full-blown child, and that's pretty much how he reacts to everything. So, I don't even think there's that much to say besides just, like, Lord... And that was just the beginning. My God. Um, so, yeah. Fuck Donald Trump. I'll say that as a curse word. That's not a curse word, Go-Go, if you're listening and you want to call me out for cursing. Um, then, I don't know. We're going to try to make it as chronological as possible. This is mostly going off of my brain. Um, whenever Kanye... That was this year, right? When that he stopped the tour. It was oh, the beginning of this year oh, or was yeah. it the end of last year? I don't know. I think it was the beginning of this year, no? It was the end of last year. Kanye should have been impeached for that, too. He was, because we haven't talked well. to him much since. All right, so FDT forever. Um, Kanye supporting Trump. I feel like that was 2017, was it not? I think it was. Feels like it was. I thought it was the beginning or, like, right at the end of the year, but I could be wrong. Yeah. However, I was glad that he eventually went and got some mental health help, and that was cool. Although I think people like him support Trump because they're similar in a lot of ways in that society. Mm. <laughs> they say whatever the fuck they want and then people react and he likes that. So that was a part, a juicy moment of 2017. Another one of my favorite moments. It's a weird moment because I'm still salty, but was at the Oscars. So... Obviously, I'm a movie fan, went to film school, whatever. But I watched this movie called Moonlight, and it was the best movie I'd seen all year, hands down. And at the award show, you know, you expect everything to go to the white folk because it usually does, whatever. It's run by them, blah, blah, blah. So they they give it to La La Land initially. Yeah. Right? And <coughs> we literally turned off the TV. We were pissed. Yeah. I was like on I'm a live tweeter when it comes to like that award show. We turned off the TV. We were so upset. And then I start like scrolling through my Twitter again and everybody's freaking out. They're like, they, did that just happen? Oh, my God. And I'm like, Pat, turn it back on. I think something happened. And we're like, what? And I'm like, Moonlight won. And so everybody's tweeting like, what the hell was that? 
And so it's just so mind-blowing to me still that that happened. Yeah. Like, in the history of that entire award show, that's like the snobbiest thing ever. They really fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm trying to curse less. I swear. <laughs> you do swear. I do swear. Uh, <laughs> but it was just so insane to me that they really did this for the first time ever with yeah. an all-black film they messed I it think up. It was on purpose. It, it feels purpose. like it was on purpose. I think it was. Like, Hope it's told insane. Him, even when we win, we gonna lose. Stop. He made the track before it even came out. Yeah, he knew. He knew what they were on. I just, it still pisses me off because it took away from the entire moment of this film. And the film and its purpose as what it is was so incredibly important. And it took away from the hype around a film after it wins Best Picture, which is usually what makes people go see it times 100. And instead, they ended up making these two directors and the producer and the director share covers. And Barry Jenkins is such an incredible director and human being. He took it like a champ and was just so sweet and calm and like, no, that's the moment for your movie to shine. And he didn't even get to shine because they had to make gifs out of this person coming out shocked gifs. I don't know what that is. I'm over you. And it just still was frustrating to me. I'm glad the movie won. I'm I'm glad it did. It doesn't look like the 2018 Oscars will be much more diverse or anything. <laughs> it looks like we're going right. back in time again because it's not real progress and it's yeah. fake progress. But I'm still saucy about that. Shout out to Moonlight, though, because it's still easily the best movie that came out in the past year. Then one of my faves. My fave, too. This is the best album of the year to me. Oh, <coughs> oh sorry. Ooh, Ooh, he's dramatic. It is. Loud. What's the best album of the year to you? Let's go. Let's jump it? into it. It's not damn. It I is mean, I damn. would say how is I it would, not damn? I would say top five. Okay. I okay. Say, I mean, what's your top one then? Because for me, it's easily damn. And see, and that's the other thing too. It's I not just because I'm like I love Kendrick. It's because it's literally the well, best. No, album. I think I mean it has to be because you love Kendrick. It's not just that though. I swear to God. You swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great album. Definitely top five. Um, What's your number one? I want to know that <sighs> since you've got something so much better. No, I'm not. So I have a trouble with like naming a a number one because I typically I, especially do with, too. And with, when it comes to things like that, yeah, like I think 444 was a great album, but I wouldn't say that it's number one either. So to me, like you know, I guess I'm thinking like 10 years from now when we look back at 2017, what would be the best album? Yeah, it ain't gonna I'm, be Taylor Swift. Uh, I. It ain't going <laughs> to. That's what I'm saying. So what is it to you? Because <clears throat> for me, when I look back in 20 years and I look at this year, it would still be damn whether he was my favorite or not, because it's that good an album. It's a it's a great album. Um, I'm just waiting for you to say what's better than damn. Yes. In my in my opinion, 444 was better than damn. As a full album, you think As 444 album, was better. Yeah. And it's not because he's yeah, your Yeah, I mean, fave. I would even argue that Rhapsody's album was doper than his. Okay, I'm not chill. even going to trip. No, no, no. I'm not even going to trip, like, for As real. As an entire album. As an entire album. I'm saying, like, can't... And he that's, came and that's with also because he has a feature on there. No, but I'm saying, like, it's These a dope... These people are not competing with each other. It's I just know. albums. I'm just saying, if you have a conversation with me tomorrow, I could easily say, based on something that would slightly, like you know, move me in a different way that maybe Damn might be better than 444. I'm mm. I'm saying, like, in terms of, of 
like lists and number ones, <laughs> it's hard for me to say any of those albums got number one. I'm just saying that it was a great album. I'm not going to go and say this was the number one album of 2017. I'll say it's definitely in the top five. It's in the conversation of it, like I you saying it's a three. You saying it's the top album. I respect that. Yeah. I'm just saying for me, I can't say a thing like that. I, I usually can't. Like, I usually don't have, like, a favorite thing <coughs> ever. But, like, when we can narrow it down to a specific year and s- look at the timeline of all the different things. I mean, at least best rap album for me. Yeah. Um, I'd say that's the best rap album. Easily. But mm-hmm. that's also because the things he's talking about are things I really care about. Yeah. So those are different circumstances as well. I, but I'd probably say Vince is a close second for me. But that's just because my taste. I like Vince a lot, too. And Rafa still can't tell us his number one. I don't have a number one. Wow, you're fake. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so anyways, Kendrick's Dam was great for me, and I I guess we'll see what the um, the Grammys say since they hold all the all these award shows hold the power over us. A another some so many of these things are like jokes, and I can't believe they happened because so much happened in this year. And we're just listing off these kind of silly things or things that meant something to us that we kind of discussed on the show or maybe we didn't get to as much as we wanted to. Um, but just politically, really, this whole year was like a garbage fire, like straight up. And that's why we're not talking about it that much, even though politics is strictly involved in every single one of these things we are discussing. Yeah. Literally every single one of them, whether it's politics on a grand scale or a small scale or on a scale you don't even realize. Um, the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial, the the transition there, I know. <laughs> but that was such a joke. It was terrible. And she, poor thing, I'm not going to say poor thing like that. I'm saying, like, she's been trying to lay low since and be all chill and da-da-da-da-da. And I just find it so amusing how that family works because they're like, ah, we messed up. And she tried to cry and be like, I can't believe it happened. I didn't do it like that. It's like, shut up. You knew what you were doing. That's a dope you happily, <laughs> You happily marched with your damn Pepsi can and smiled at police officers and knew what you were doing, boo. Don't act like you weren't ready to get that paycheck from Pepsi, okay? We haven't forgotten. You did that. And we don't mean you did that. We mean, like, yo, what the f- you did that. So... Have not forgotten about the Pepsi commercial and people just cashing out on protests and things because we're all frustrated with the state of society right now. So that it did produce was hysterical. Good memes. It did make some great <laughs> memes. That is true. Or I saw like a Halloween costume, someone dressed up like that. <laughs> Definitely all these events made for hilarious internet moments. And yeah. that's the joy of, <coughs> of 2017, I suppose. Another scam was the (laughs) (laughs) i'm really good at transitions you guys i love it no that's perfect another scam another scam (laughs) you had tickets to this right i did i had uh you you purchased it from that instagram model right after you saw her post it yeah the fire festival (laughs) i still can't believe this is real how was Ja Rule involved in this, though? I he forgot. Was, he helped, like, produce Jello, it. right? No, Isn't I don't think so. I think they, like, tried to talk to him, but I don't think anything, like, seriously happened. I thought happened. he got locked up. Locked up? Like, straight up? He just went oh, on tour with Ashanti. He was here, yeah, like, nah, he's chilling. No, not, not Ja Rule. No. I'm talking about the dude, one of the main dudes behind one it. One of the main dudes did get did something, get but I don't it think Ja Rule got locked up. Akon didn't get locked up. I was talking to you the other day about, like, why did that song mean so much to me when I was, like, in fourth grade and had no relation to this person? <laughs> or the song. Um, anyways, Fire Festival, 
bunch of rich white people got scammed essentially. Ooh, they had they had nice lunches though. No, <laughs> bruh. That was <laughs> like it was just Those so incredible. Tense. I this, was like, what yeah. is that shows you so much though. It shows you the power of a hype beast. A hype beast. Hype beast and trying yes. to market off to the festival. And just the internet in general. Like these people trusted this like campaign and went with it to a whole other ass island just to look cool just to get some cool posts for the gram and then they were stranded on an island and didn't have their shit and didn't have hey, food Trinata was supposed to be there. so and big people were supposed to be there like it Dang. was an incredible hey, Trinata, scam like 182 i think yes too. and they all started pulling out once they hello uh <laughs> once they <laughs> realized it was a scam for them too um so that occurred and that's I don't know. I think that's the image for 2017. Like, it's these people that believed in this thing that wasn't really happening. Yeah. But they had enough money and privilege to metaphor. do so. It's a metaphor. You know, it's a strong Absolutely. metaphor for sure. I Man. agree. <laughs> there was that. That was a juicy part of 2017. This is one of the sweeter juices to me. I felt like a... Like a proud daughter i don't even know but this was so huge i was at work at a terrible job and i hated my life and this <laughs> moment brought me joy yeah when i saw this image of la la beyonce purissima yeah. <laughs> legendary queen goddess of yeah. the world that when photo made her look like a saint she is a saint yeah. um her pregnancy image with twins and everyone was shook because she was wearing like the like the maroon bra and she made these like bloomers look like fashion they were blue so we're like oh my god it's gonna be a boy or girl we started all making these theories me and my group chat just like <laughs> flipped out we're like oh my god ah. and all the internet was crazy <clears throat> and we all felt hope and joy and love for the first time since forever because trump had just been inaugurated and we felt like we were yeah. dying in a fire and she brought us hope and joy and love and that's what Beyonce does. And now she's like amazing and happy kids. And she's just posting all her cute pics with her body all looking amazing. <sighs> Thank you, Beyonce. Is this a moment of reflection on Beyonce? It is. She's just really, <laughs> she's had a great year. Even though everybody else has been like, you know, drowning. She's she's still doing amazing. And we appreciate her her godliness. Her sister that. also had a pretty great year. Oh, she yeah. did. Her sister's always great. And very pro Solange. I'm pro elevator Solange. I know people were like weird about that too. I'm not mad at it. Uh, which leads us to our next topic. Juicy juice wrap up of 2017. Jay-Z releasing 444, which we touched on already with damn discussion. Cause I decided to pull out the bullets and fire them off. Yeah. 444 kind of blew up the internet as well. Yeah. Um, Take it away. I'll let you have it. It was uh, definitely my number one album of 20... Shut <laughs> up! You fake! You're the worst. I think it says a lot about Jay-Z as an artist. Yes. Um, that he was able to put that out. Because I, I really did enjoy that album. I'm not saying... I'm not... I shouldn't take away time from this to to mention Damn. Because Damn does, reserve its re does deserve its recognition. And it's definitely up there. But... Um, Jay-Z dropping 444 says so much more than just that album, like mm -hmm. what that album is about. And so 
as an artist. And I actually had a conversation with my brother about who Jay-Z is, and he was really angry. He's never been a big Jay-Z fan. Uh, my oldest brother, uh, rest in peace, Joe, was mm. like, an like he hated Jay-Z. Damn, for real? So when, like, Nas dropped Ether, when they were going back and forth, like, was that was Nas. it. He was, oh, yeah, we've always, like, even to this day, I'm still, like, I think Nas is a better lyricist than Jay-Z. But, um... <clears throat> So my other brother Pee Wee like never was never a big fan of Jay Z. He did like some of his older stuff, like Reasonable Doubt, when he mm -hmm. was more grimy. But um, yeah, so he he didn't really like vibe with Jay Z like that. But then we had a conversation, and then I remember he was telling me, he was like, "Why does Jay Z need all this money, and why is he doing all these things?" And I was like, "Man, like you got to look at it beyond rap. When he was just trying to make money, he was just trying to make money because he needed to get out of whatever situation he was in. Right. So it got him to places, and then he started to understand the game more. And so he looked at it through a wider angle. Like that lens just opened up. And so now you look at all the stuff that he's doing, and granted, they're not going to talk about everything, and they're not going to tell you or shine a light on all the philanthropy that he's responsible for, you know what I mean, and all the good that he's doing. But he took the art of rap and made it so much, and it really did, like, amplify the vision of, of what I think uh, an example for the marginalized community should be. And mm -hmm. um, I took 444 as, like, one of those you know, mature statements that somebody makes once they've gone through all of that stuff and, and really, like, recognize the game for what it is. And you understand, you know, the things that are happening in our society, but when someone like Jay-Z is able to drop an album like that and still be involved in, in a lot more diverse ways of, like, American culture than Kendrick Lamar, um, it really makes a statement. I'm just saying, if we're talking about comparison... If we're going back to that conversation, I that's just made the white <coughs> white man blinking drip <laughs> at Rafa. No, 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 no. Life. That's where I come from. So when I say those things, when I say like 444 to me on some levels was a better album than Damn, is because I take a whole like bunch of other stuff that Jay Z is doing or is responsible for, or like parts of the conversation that he's involved in, that then says, look, this man is still able to put out an album. It might not be with the what like the social trend of rap music is nowadays, but he's not compromising what he has developed into as a person. Mm -hmm. Like, you can see where he got to where he's at. Well, and I think that's a testimony to both of these rappers, because technically, to me, they're probably, they're your biggest in the game, really, and oh, they're, yeah. like, pushing each other, and that's why we both argue for who we argue for, because they are to each their own for our particular generation, maybe. Um, and that's why it's because these artists can admit to their flaws, can maybe address masculinity at a certain degree, yeah. can talk about the, the politics of, of race and all these different things and can say, I came from here and that's why I'm where I where I am now. This is where I am now. Yeah. Um, and th that's just a testimony to why we're even having this discussion. Right. No. Yeah. And it's I mean, these people that are now, evolved like and, and can come to their own. 10, 20 years from now, I will completely like sit there and, and give all the praise and all the props that are due to Kendrick Lamar, because I, I see that he's putting in the work and I know it and I recognize it. I'm just saying that because I grew up and I was, alongside you know jay-z's music yeah, for so long it's literally to it each means that much. yeah <sighs> wow we came to a beautiful consensus yeah uh, I think we're good. no but it really it, it's it was a big album for many reasons it was it's freaking crazy to think that this grown-ass man took this long to really like admit <laughs> his shit though and yeah. that's really sad and that's also a testimony to how society holds men yeah. and where it allows them to be um but i ain't gonna shit on him right now because i'm tired 
Uh, anyways, some other an interesting <clears throat> topic we received from a Instagram Live viewer. Shout yeah. out Hector. Were the Dallas Cowboys? I'm a fan. I'm a ride or die. So like, and I mean ride or die, and like I'm always gonna cheer for them even if they're garbage. Yeah. But I'm also not like I would kill someone or get in a fight over them because it's not that serious for right. me personally. I would, but yeah. Um, so I'm going to let you also take this one away. <laughs> the Cowboys season, which is now yeah. rest in peace for this it year. It is for 2017. It makes me sad. Um, <laughs> and we talk about this. I know it sounds really funny looking at it from a different perspective. But, like, yes, I'm a diehard No, Cowboys I get fan. it. That's, like, how everybody and around me is. But yeah. I'm just, like... No, 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 no. I'm chilling. Exactly. And that doesn't mean that we can't be overly critical and that we can't have issues with leadership or ownership or with what some of the players do. If you see me on a Sunday, you will see, like, the, the, the wide array of, like, emotions that I go through. But I am so attached to what the Cowboys represent for a variety of reasons. And y'all know this, like, I have to, when I watch these games, like, I got to watch them with my family. And if yeah. for whatever reason I'm unable to, like, you know, it's kind of tough. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that go into that. And so it was a rough year because, you know, we went through a lot of stuff as a team. Big changes. Big changes. And then Zeke being suspended. I mean, that, that was, that was, that so was dramatic. A yeah, it was crazy because, you know, you look at these young players and what they're doing. And you don't really know that they understand what they represent or who they are in terms of, like, role models or just, like, they're representatives of, of this team. And, um, yeah, like, I think, you know, I, I don't agree with some of the mistakes he might have made. I disagree even more with the way the NFL handled it. And I think the that NFL speaks... The NFL as a whole this year. Right. I think that speaks seat. to a... <laughs> I'm, I'm more upset at how that system... The whole take a knee thing. Yeah, like, how that whole NFL system is designed to, like, make sure that the people that are in charge can do whatever they want to not even bother with the statements that these these young players are making with the lives or the mistakes that they are going to have to learn from like it's you're playing with people's lives mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that's sending a message to the community that you make so much money off of right and you know if if they keep going down that road it's going to end up biting them but whatever the cowboys it was a rough year we're out of the playoffs. <laughs> better luck next year. Better luck, better luck. Maybe I've been saying that for a long again. time. <laughs> I've been saying that for a couple decades. So I might watch if the if that whole like Diddy, Steph Curry, oh, that is interesting. Ka uh, Kaepernick ownership yeah. happens with the past. They say it's not yeah, really going to happen. They be dope. Diddy on that show. What they say? I didn't see you it. You didn't see it. Uh -uh. Well, they made. The, um, so somebody was talking about Diddy and, and his interest in the Carolina Panthers, and I forget what the station is, but it was like KRON Channel 5 in some whatever city, and they showed a picture of Diddy, and this one anchor was like, well, what do you think? And so like a field reporter calls in, and he's like, are you serious? Diddy owning a team? He looks like he's drunk or oh high on no. a blunt. And then the, the anchor is like laughing, like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And so somebody was... You know, somebody was commenting on that, and you they were like, look, even though you might be one of the richest people in the rap game, and you're nearly a billionaire, mm -hmm. and you're a successful entrepreneur and businessman and musician, and all these things that they're Diddy has accomplished, they're you. still going to treat you like mm -hmm. an N-word. And Jeez. like this man said that, and he was like, I don't, I don't disagree with like, I, I mean, I'm not upset about using that word, because that's literally how these people are treating you. They're going to sit Jeez. there and laugh at you. And think that you're nothing more than that. And it was really, I mean, I guess it was one of those things where you're just like, dang, like, 
you know what you you sit there and wonder if that's how how people perceive you know attempts by people like Diddy on the oh you know, absolutely the and, and I think the last the last topic we are gonna cover and I'm I'm bringing this in right now not the last topic but I guess these are more of the like oh crap kind of things mm-hmm. um was just the final like exposure of all these trash dudes that have been taking advantage of women and uh, people yeah. and and taking just ruining these people's lives and finally being exposed um and the me too movement and time putting these people on the cover like all these things speak to things so much greater and every single one of these issues we've just discussed speaks to how we're not in power um no matter if the president's black or whoever (coughs) like the system still works for who it's going to work for and i know that's what y'all hear us talk about every single week but literally every single one of these things that we've discussed right now the last several things it's the same thing with the nfl whether it be with jay-z's personal life kendrick's personal life beyonce and what she went through as a woman as a powerful strong you know black woman that's literally the queen of music essentially with the fire festival and how these dumb people are privileged enough to fall for this crap just all these things speak to that and i think that's really interesting that even though it's been such a crappy year in a lot of ways these things kind of needed to come to light and i think a lot of cultures now a lot of people i've noticed are able to celebrate their culture more because they're not trying to assimilate as much and we can even discuss assimilation and we can discuss all these topics and so I told my friend the other day, I was like, I don't, I'm not ashamed of being a millennial or being in this modern era because we're discussing these things people couldn't discuss and like our ancestors fought for this shit. So like, why not be okay with the present and don't just be like, oh, people are too sensitive or blah, 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 or PC or whatever. Nah, I'm fine with it because if that means equality for everybody, I'm down. Like, that's what I want. Um, so anyways, that's kind of our our uh, quick juicy juice rundown. Some more positive ones. Y'all know we like to end on positive notes. Um, one of my personal favorite moments was when Maxine Waters reclaimed her time. That's probably the meme of the year for me, honestly. She was like the realest ever. And she was like, I don't care what you're saying. I'm reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time. And it looked like a joke because she was so serious. But she was she meant business. And she's mm. been one of the front leaders in trying to get old dude impeached. And I appreciate her existence. So that is a honorable mention. Um, this might be the best thing. I don't know. think so. I think it could be the best thing. I think so. Of 2017. Um <laughs> The Selena star. I know y'all have heard us talk about it a million times, but I just think it's so powerful. I really do. I think for the Latino community, it speaks such high volumes and it means literally so much to us. And just seeing the power of this person growing and continue to grow. And it's just amazing. It's really amazing. It's really powerful. And I'm so happy it happened. And I'm so happy we got to visit it yeah. and have a moment there. I keep seeing, like, uh, it's interesting to see how many of my friends, like, I'll go through my feed and it's like, oh, he they got went. to go. She yeah. got to go. They got to go. And so I see, like, I, I haven't stopped seeing people post that they Same. visited the start. And I think that's really cool. It speaks to so many volumes. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. Whether it's your punk friend, your cholo friend, your bougie basic friend, whatever. Yeah. We all are connected through this person and their and their work. 
Like that is amazing. Like that's what that's what cultura is about, right? Yeah. Being able to to share that moment. So that might be our juiciest moment of 2017. It's not that juicy, but <laughs> it's beautiful. And some other honorable mentions. I really am enjoying J-Lo and A-Rod's love affair. <laughs> They're a Latino power couple, and I'm here for it. I am not mad at it at all. Like, they yeah. are cute. They're all, like, Latino power couple goals, A-Rod and J-Lo, killing it. I wish them the actual best. I hope it doesn't end up like every one of her other relationships, which just makes me Aww. sad. Because <laughs> they seem really cute. They seem to really understand each other. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Um... And then we had a huge movie success. We did. Nominated for a Golden Globe, probably for an Oscar eventually. An Oscar. Oscar. Our cousin Oscar. Um, Coco. Huge success. Yeah. We all we cried. Are proud of it. We all cried. I, I would have cried if I could have, but you I didn't. You definitely did. <coughs> and so that's something else we should celebrate as Latinx people in the United States. And beyond. We've got a fucking Disney film, bitches. We finally did it, y'all. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, but these next <laughs> couple... We got a motherfucking Disney film, I bitches. I had to do it. I had to do it, Anna. <laughs> no, but it's, it's another thing. It's literally representation. Like, that's all we want. Just make yeah. us more than your damn maids yeah. and whatever. Because we, we kill at that, too. Yeah. But we, we're a lot of beautiful. And we should, we should get the recognition. We are a lot that. of beautiful. We are. Did, yeah. that, did that make sense or did that sound no, really No, it drunk? did. That's okay. a quotable. That should be like a, we are a lot of We beautiful. are. Like, they yeah. don't show all these different complexities to us. And so now that, like, we're literally under attack, we, like, kind of have more of a platform. And if not, shout out Podcast Stereo Network and Support Brown Podcast because we're out here and we're speaking for ourselves. Oh, we gonna work. We gonna work. We are. We are. Um, any other Juicy Juice moments? Queen Cardi B had an incredible year. I think Cardi she's the B. queen of 2017. You know um, Afro-Latina goddess. God bless her. She's killing it. I hope she leaves Offset because he don't deserve her, even though they just got engaged. And that's a whole other set of juice. Yeah. But damn. she He really... Uh, ugh. Let's talk about Cardi B's meteoric rise. Meteoric? Yes. Further, let me hear you. That's so old. The hoe never gets cold. That was the first time I was exposed to Cardi B was with Eva in college. That was like two years ago. But that's important. She was thriving already then. Yeah. But that's why she's successful because she's so genuinely she, herself. Yeah, she's herself. And yeah. like she has the work. I, I would be interested to see like her work ethic rivaled by, you know, whoever. Because you can tell and it shows and... She understands that part of it is having fun, but at the end of the day, like, she knows that she's got to work, and she's been working for it. For sure. And, yeah, like, she, I mean. She's deserving, she's deserving of all, of, the, yeah, for of sure. all the success because she's been doing it. Um, I think that about wraps it up for our Juicy Huguito of 2017. Hopefully we covered a lot of the biggest things that meant something to you. We also want to remind people that Puerto Rico is still without electricity. There's still a lot of disaster in the world that we maybe didn't touch on. And I'm not trying to bring anybody down. I just want to remind you all that we should still help these people and make known to our government that these people are still in need. And lots of other issues still require help at home and far away. But that is 
our juicy. I think our juiciest moment was easily Selena, right? We already gave it away. Yeah. Woo, Selena star. Yay. All right, we are here with a dear friend. He joked with us on the Instagram live that we occasionally do that he was going to come through with (laughs) with sweet girl G and some sweet mezcal. And he did. He showed up. I thought he was. I I legit. I was like, man, he's joking. He ain't going to come through. And then he did. He surprised us. Well, I was bored and I didn't (laughs) want to be by myself. (laughs) Come on. You wanted to hang out with us. Don't lie. You wanted to come kick it with us. This is Mondo. We don't don't, don't hang out anymore. Me and Ralph. Now that he's doing the podcast. Stop. Don't blame the podcast. It's not the podcast. He's doing this podcast. He's changed. No. Stop. But he proved it. He proved himself. I'm still the same OG. Even though I'm on a podcast, I'm still the same OG. (laughs) Same OG. That's so funny. So I had a theory that you were our fan club. Which is incorrect. And he says he's not. Um, So we had a theory that he was our fan club creator. I even snooped through his (coughs) Twitter account to see if it was him. There was no proof. Yeah. I still kind of believe that he we is, still, or yeah, he I mean, knows. We did, we're doing our detective work. He's like, connected. At very least, <laughs> you're connected to the <laughs> fan club. He's no, got to be. And, and I've told you, I wish I would have thought of him. But then you I could have w- trolled y'all more. <laughs> That's what I would have hey. done. Eva, he's trolling us now. He's I know. Bruh, we're, we're like, them. honestly, we're like mad stalking. <laughs> like, we're sitting here, like, at at random times. We're like that white girl with the formulas in the air. <laughs> we're like, Mondo, wait, he posted this the at 320. He posted the gift. The gift. He posted the gift. Okay. He posted this at 324 p.m. Literally, we were like, we so and so just looked. It must be Mondo. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then he's just like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't, I don't really have that time. I wish I did. Bruh. Neither does the really fan club. They only bruh, message whenever you Mondo, do. I got it. You're good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you. It's okay. You know who it is. Well, I wish because usually the tweeting goes on during the day, right? Yes, while you're at work. Well, while I'm at work. <laughs> I, I okay. supervise like seven to eight people. Uh-huh. Okay. And I don't have time for that. Okay. Okay. I wish I did. All right, okay. whatever. No, it's not me. So tell us what you feel about <laughs> the Colores Radio and how's your 2017 before we send you off to Target. <laughs> um, 2017 was good. Uh-huh. Uh, the Colores is good. Yeah. The Colores is getting better. <laughs> I, I appreciate see that. bright Thanks. and big things for the Colores in 2018. Uh-huh. Thank you. And as I've told all three of y'all, anytime y'all need our backing, and I speak on behalf of Coco Andre. Y'all have our support. Thank Anything you. y'all need. Y'all now we're going to cry. Y'all want to host markets, pulgas. Stop, we will. That's Let a good idea. <laughs> Let me get some Kleenex for Pat because she's probably crying right now. Are you crying? Bruh, yeah. I was just checking because I was starting to tear up. <laughs> and I was like, if I'm tearing up, <laughs> Pat's already crying. crying. Oh, my God. I didn't mean it, Pat. I'm sorry. We're just kidding. Just Crying's kidding. beautiful. We're pro tears. It is. I'm I wish I could cry. I, I heard don't that cry, someone so. cried last episode, but I'm not gonna name names. I'm uh, I'm I'm guilty of it. Ah, yeah. I'm a big old baby. I love Aww. crying. That made me so happy. Thanks and for sharing. I, w- I mean, I'm not hating. I just I wish I could cry. I can't. I I'm, I'm incapable of crying. I'm you sorry. cried when you ate them hot Cheetos, though. Everybody saw you. Ooh. Ooh. That was that was sweat. That was sweat. It was both. Sweat got into my eyes. And, and then <laughs> it went right out of your tear yeah. ducts. Yeah, doya me cala. I'm still on fire right now. 
So thank you, Mondo, for swinging by. Thank you, guys. Surely we will have you and Cindy both on the ep- on an episode in the future. But thank we'll you be for glad to come back. Thank you for always showing us love. No we appreciate problem. you. Appreciate you, guys. you. Bye. Now it is time for sing it, Rafa. I can't. Yes, sing you it. can. I you was were going to do, to it. And do then it. Do it. No. Do it, please. Self care corner. No, don't make it all masculine and weird. Self care corner. I should do it like Pat when she like mocks my voice. Please don't. I hate when y'all oh, do that. my metal voice. Self care corner. <laughs> I can't even do it the way I Pat hate does. Self care corner. <laughs> it sounds so ugly. You just probably That's gave so someone good. anxiety from that. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. I'm like, wow. I'm an anxiety advocate, and then y'all are like giving people anxiety. Anyways, so we're basically doing the end of the year best of wrap up. So what are your best, what was your best self-care moment or thing you did, Rafita? Um, we talked about exercise. We did. And I don't do that enough. And I do talk about how I play basketball on Sundays. Correct. And I wish I did that more often. But, um... Partly because G here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center is Shout a out. big, like, 5K, 10K. Pro- he's probably running marathons by now. Yeah, he's probably running right now. Yeah. Um, but he had gotten me onto the Trinity River Levy Run, like, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, the biggest thing has always been to beat my time. At first, it was, like, to beat his time. But even, like, on a bad day with his ankle injured and me training <laughs> on a good day, like, I still did worse than him. And so everything's um, not a contest. Honey. I know, but I feel like if I put myself in a competition kind of mindset, I'll do better for myself. So I'll feel better. But yeah, so I started running again. And I think, you know, I go through these different intervals where I do exercise regularly and then I stop. But the benefits of like, you know, running actually feels good. It sounds weird. Like when they talk about the runner's high and all that stuff. But after you after like a good 20, 30 minutes of you running, Mm -hmm. like you start to feel good. And throughout the rest of the day and like the following days, you start to feel a little bit better. And so it's really cool. Um, it, it, It does. I feel like it does a lot more benefit than you really do take in. So um, I think that that would probably have to be my favorite. Your favorite self-care moment. Yeah. Yay. <coughs> I I really need to get on that. That's one of my things for like every year, every new year. I'm like, I'm going to do this better. And then I don't. But I'm hoping to get motivated enough to actually incorporate that into daily life. So maybe you'll hear about some exciting things. We're starting with that soon. But I think my favorite self-care corner moment <laughs> of the year, um, I really enjoyed going to a therapist, um, which I know is not easily accessible to everyone, but it helped me quite a bit. Um, still going to go back because, you know, your girl still got problems. But uh, my other thing that I've continuously done and should do more is my freaking, you can ask Pat, I'm all obnoxious and loud and I don't mean to be, but it just helps me tune everybody else out. It's my like hot ass, loud, calming, meditative moment music. Uh, <laughs> bubble bath. Pat's got a little smirk. I get my, because yes, yesterday I like, I was like all happy with the pizza I got her. And then I was like, hey. She didn't get it for me. She got it for us. Don't make it sound <laughs> like it, you I like. I was like, I was excited to share it with her because yeah. she's never had it. 
And then I'm in my bubble bath meditative moment, and she's like, dun, 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 dun. hey, the pizza's here. I was like, I'm having the a moment. The pizza. I keep doing that for her It's the worst. Sorry. Anyways, I really <clears throat> have enjoyed my my baths, my hot Epsom salt baths. I add lavender oil. I add peppermint oil. I usually have candles. I get a YouTube guided meditation video. I sometimes journal. I sometimes read. You literally just have to force yourself to get in the tub and give yourself like an hour. And it's really hard to do that. What? Yeah. You put the jams on. Too. I put some jams on sometimes. It just depends Walk on your mood. I'm hearing some SZA. I'm like, oh, yeah. girl, y'all know how I was feeling. <laughs> so I start like that, and then I go to my guided meditation, and sometimes yeah. I'll do writing, and then you can actually bathe and feel refreshed afterwards. And huh. every single time I meditate in the bathtub, I'm like, why didn't I do this last night when I was crying? You know? Yeah. After she's out of the shower, Yeah, she's like I'm like a new woman. I'm like, hey, guys, how's everybody doing? Like, I did it before we left to LA because I had a lot of anxiety and it just honestly grounds me and it really helps me a lot and I'm like why don't I do this more I should do it more but every time I do it I feel really great so that is my self-care corner moment of 2017 and Pat do you have one do you want to share one um if you don't it's okay uh I guess for mine it's just making sure I'm trying and it's kind of hard sometimes I'm gonna admit because Eva knows I'm addicted to my phone same. Um, I I try to like check off from my phone for a little while and just read, and Ooh. just make sure to have time to read and just tune into that because that kind of makes me um, pay attention to more of like the the protagonist story or like the short like the short essays I was reading re- recently by Sachi, like things like that that like make me forget about all the shit that's happening in yeah. the real world. Yeah. It just makes me like happy or laugh or be <coughs> like, wow. Like, everything's worth something for a reason. They're doing things that are valuable, and they're writing that encourage me to do things. So me reading stuff and just tuning out of my cell phone. Mm. Yeah, Very nice. Reading is fun. Fun. Brought to you by the library. (laughs) They ain't even funding us, so you better chill. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I know, but I'm just saying, everybody go to your local library. It's accessible to read a book. It's true. All righty. Thank you for sharing your self-care corners. Now we will jump to the brown business of the week. We've had a lot of really amazing brown businesses, and we're so thankful to them for helping us out and just being so kind. So instead of just picking one for the best of 2017, it's impossible because they're all amazing, we're going to reiterate each brown business so that if you haven't checked them out, you will totally consider it again because they are awesome. They are not in any specific order, but we have Somar ATX, the amazing digital online shopping website, Latinx run and Latinx driven. Next, we have Coco Andre Chocolatier here in Dallas, Texas. You heard Mondo earlier. They're dope and they're family owned and it's amazing, delicious chocolate and they make really cool stuff out of it. So why wouldn't you want that in your life? Next up, we have Salsa for President, another Texas-based Latina-owned shopping website. Lots of cool stuff. I literally want everything because it's so funny and smart and brilliant. And they're awesome. So Salsa for President, 
Next, we have a vegan kitchen, delicious food, electric kitchen based here in Dallas, Texas as well. You can catch them at events or contact them if you would ever want them at your event. Next up, Deep Red Press. It's a dope publishing company here out of Fort Worth, Texas. They made an awesome zine, and they do lots of cool things, and you should check them out. Uh, The Paleteria Neveria Fruteria, I think that's the name of it. You know, I saw a card. I think it's China, or was it? It was something. You said it out loud when we were there. Yeah. Um, Anyways, it's right here on the corner (coughs) of Jefferson and Zang. Right next to Church's Chicken. Right next to good old Church's Chicken. Church's. El Church's. It is delicious. We hit it up literally probably once a week. And I don't know if you saw it, but we did a little photo shoot in it. And it's super cute. Shout out Maria and Dieste. Um, Yeah, they're amazing. Check them out. Uh, next, we have Candelaria, Candelaria's Bakery. Iris Candelaria has been amazing and a great friend of the shows, and she's been very sweet and has delicious cakes. Why wouldn't you want to support that? Also Latina-owned. Recipe O'Cliff. I went there for the first time the other day, finally, after knowing about this place for over a year, owned by Miss Tisha Creer. All vegan. All beautiful, black-owned business. Literally so good. I was mad because it was so healthy. Yeah, and I, it That's was one delicious. Of those too. When I tell, I don't even tell people it's vegan anymore because it's just good. Yeah, like, and you know, I got a lot of friends. As soon as you say vegan, they're like, I'm out. I understand that. Yeah, I feel your pain. Like there, there is no. Like, honestly, I will vouch for this place time and time again. Because even if you don't go, like, if you just want to get a smoothie or, like, some of their Jamaica or hibiscus tea, like, yo, even that, just that is worth a trip. It's so good. I was mad that I hadn't gone earlier. (coughs) And now I want to go back right now, actually, because it's that (laughs) damn good. Uh, So that's Recipe Oak Cliff in Dallas, Texas. Maroches Bakery, another awesome brown owned obviously because it's brown business of the week um they have pan de muerte that's really good they have lots of delicious concha mm-hmm. lots of delicious pan dulce <laughs> here in oak cliff as well and they host um, events right they host events yeah. with lucha dallas they're really really community based and it's so great um we haven't been here in a minute and it's so good we went one time and that stuff was delicious where the cheese steak house oh they well, had yeah, some good ranch <laughs> i'm a ranch queen so like you know i, I mean, judge you off a ranch but that place is delicious as a team we've only been once i've been there like at oh, least a good sorry i'm speaking <laughs> as a team i've only been once too though yeah i've been several you're like i went there yesterday I, tomorrow yeah. and the next day Cheesesteak House here in Dallas, Texas as well. So if any of y'all come from out of town, check out these places because they're really great. And maybe if you mention us to them, they might know who we are. Maybe. Yeah. Most of them will. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. If not, we have obviously some online ones we've mentioned as well. Another Brown Business of the Week is Kixpo. Our dear friend here is a little bit involved with Kixpo. It happened last minute, but it is a a business, an organization that has grown a lot and has run for 10 years and really creates a space for a lot of 
black and brown folk and men especially to kind of geek out over some sneakers and i think it's a really cool thing you've created and we got to support them it's really neat yeah I'm, I'm wow <laughs> it's really neat yeah it is no i mean when you think about it like we've been we've had a lot of fun and i think that's what drove us to do something like that and to start something like that but when I really look at everything that we've done and all the people that we've worked with and companies and organizations that we've worked with, we've helped a lot of people do That's some really amazing, amazing great things. So, yeah, I'm really proud of that. Good. You should be. So support Kickspo. When's the next Kickspo? Do you have a date for it for next year? We do not. But we're, we're in the I kitchen. Didn't mean to expose we're you. cooking. <laughs> look forward to the next Kickspo. Um, another restaurant, El Padrino Restaurant, here on Jefferson. Jefferson. In Oak Cliff. Mexican food, of course. I haven't tried this one, but Rafa swears by it. So yeah. we definitely should check that out. The show, We're almost done with our 2017 Brown Businesses of the Week. Lepitos Frescos. Y'all heard me talk about these all-natural lip balms, Latina-owned, really dope stuff. I was so happy to see this out of Fort Worth. Texas, and I believe um, the creators were from Houston originally. Anyways, I could be getting that wrong. However, it's really dope stuff. Support all of this, as well as the Meat Shop OC, which was from our last episode. Um, all of them are either really great spaces providing for people of color in the Latino community here in Dallas and in Texas, or their um, online shops or their events or their delicious food or snacks or goodies and they're 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 here and they need our help and we should support these awesome local owned places so those are all of our brown businesses of the year not the week honey okay <laughs> finally someone asked us this on our instagram and I don't know if we're ready to answer it, but mm. it is our final episode, so we got to do it. What are you most looking forward to in 2018? Shout out, Richard. We love you for asking that. Yeah, that's a good question. You ready? Can you handle it? Pat, you want to go first? <laughs> Stop. I'm still thinking. Probably. Don't I think know. because we're we're continually growing i'm really looking forward to our upcoming events and meeting more people i think we've made a lot of friends because of the colores <laughs> and i support everyone and i like that people support us it makes me happy Stop. what about for Are yourself you not just for the colores i'm not crying okay <laughs> pat you're allowed to cry I'm not crying right now. I'm just. I saying didn't say you were. I'm just I saying you. I know. Okay. I know it's I'm accepting. I'm just saying I don't feel like crying. Yeah. At the okay. Moment. Oh my god. Wait till my birthday when I have a couple shots. Maybe I cry. What a lady! She's turning thirty, folks. Oh, did I just blast you? Did you want to be blasted? Snap. I don't care. I'm proud of my Ooh. age. Go ahead, honey. Be proud. You should be. I'm age is nothing but a number. No yeah, that's true. I'm a thousand. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I'm just I'm excited for a continually like <coughs> a continual growth. Honestly, and any personal. And I'm excited to meet Richard from Sawgrass. He gets to Aww. go to 2018. Yay, Richard! I'm so excited we love for him to too. come to Dallas and for us Me to show too. Around. That's gonna be amazing. I'm ready to just watch and live life with him for a little bit. Same. Shout out, Songmez. Rafita, are you ready? What are you most looking forward to in 2018? Not just for the podcast. I mean, for you individually. So nothing for the podcast. You can do both. Oh, Lord. 
Well, the podcast, I'm looking forward to... Um, Crying on air? Not going to happen because <laughs> I don't cry. But uh, <laughs> it's been really cool to see what the podcast has done. Um, so I'm excited, equally excited um, about all the events that we have planned. And when it comes to like how we do this thing, we're all like workhorses mentally. And so it's really cool to see all of that come together in like a harmonious collective known as Decolores. So I'm really excited about where um, where we're going with that. And I'm looking forward to going back to, to L.A., uh, going back to Las Vegas, even though yes. this time I feel like it'll be for it, it'll be for some content rather than playing poker. Uh, and then Speak getting for out yourself. But we still gonna have fun though. No, yeah, for sure. But like going to a bunch of other places. So you know, I, I I'm looking forward. I, I like checking out you know new new places and and you know having these new experiences. Um, so it'll be really cool to take Decolores on on those journeys that I as a person take. Uh, and um, personally, um, that's a really tough one. That's like a very loaded question. It is. Um, the mo- what I'm looking forward to the most in 2018 is probably whatever Cowboys road game. Uh, Shut up. This is not where you're taking this. <laughs> I was not expecting this answer either. It's always a big deal. I mean, it's a loaded question, and you go with the Cowboys. That's the only Cowboys thing I can That's think of because home. it's an experience. My dad calls And I go Keep with going. my brother, and I go with my friends, and we spend like three or four days together in a new city, and we're brought together by going to did a Cowboys away game. Did you do that this year? This was the one year that we didn't do uh-huh. it, and there was a few reasons why, and I was really heartbroken, but <laughs> Pat's <laughs> making a face. Rude. Making a super, r- like, rude face. But this is like, w- if I was to cry <laughs> for a moment in <laughs> my life, it would, you're taking it out of context. It's not because I'm going to a Cowboys game. <laughs> it's because <laughs> I'm traveling. A moment yes, with and it means so much more than just going to a football game. A football game. <laughs> Pat, I'm going <laughs> to cut you off. I can't stand you, Pat. This episode You're invisible to me, Pat. <laughs> Damn, just like Go-Go said. And she's laughing. Just so y'all know, Go-Go from my nephew on the last episode that had told Pat. That was the funniest line I heard. It was, he told Pat that she was invisible He's to like, him. You're invisible but to then me. he felt so bad on our Instagram live, he said... Pat, I'm sorry that I said that to you. He's I didn't so mean it. He's so sweet. Yeah. We love you, Gogo. So I really, really am sweet. trying to curse less. I'm going to say weird things instead of cursing yeah. now. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Pee Wee does. He's making up words. Yeah, and stuff. I'm like, oh, shark. <laughs> like, stuff like that. So I hope y'all are ready for that. I Cheeto in my eye. Pat, are Good. you drunk? I hope I'm going to crush up hot Cheetos and sprinkle them in your eye and up your nose. With the rubber hose? What a hose Imagine at. if y'all didn't have me on this podcast. Y'all would just keep <laughs> going like that. Yes. <laughs> cry. Cry it out, Anyways, Pat. the thing I'm most looking yes, forward sorry, to in 2018. Um, I think I'm just ready for a clean slate. I really am. I know it's like super tr- cliche or whatever, but I I have had a really rough year, so I'm really looking forward to feeling the strength that I've built from all the stuff that I've gone through and 
not having the people that maybe brought me down and wishing them the best and saying goodbye and really focusing on myself, which as a woman, you're not allowed to do a lot of times because even if you don't have kids, you're still trying to take care of everybody else around you constantly. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really focusing on building my self-love and understanding myself and growing happy with my solitude. So that's what I'm most looking forward to is really coming to terms with myself, understanding myself and taking care of myself. Hopefully. We'll see. And of course with the colores, it's uh my my baby. And this little podcast that I do. This little buddy old pal <laughs> thing I do. Um I mean it it really is everything. So I'm just so thrilled and humbled by the by the love we've received and I can't wait to see where it goes and I'm so excited for y'all to experience everything with us in the next year cuz we have so many exciting ideas and things we can't wait to make happen. The traveling, the friends we've made with Support Brown Podcasts and all of that and beyond is incredible. And I'm really looking forward to all of that as well. So thank you, Richard, for that question. Hopefully we answered it in some exciting way for you, my dear. Our upcoming events for 2018. We can finally announce them to you all. Share with you a bit of the cool, exciting things we have planned. Are you ready? Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> I can't hear you. Go ahead, girl. Okay, SpongeBob. I thought we were going to all say it nope. I thought we were going to sing Go do song. your memes. I just did it. Oh, you just made the motion. Yeah. Anywho, I'm really excited about a lot of these events. I feel very passionate about them, and I think they can be amazing. I'm excited, too. So we have planned our first ever networking event. Because I've been to some networking events, honey, and they are not for me. Let me tell you. <laughs> I feel out of place. I feel like a sore thumb. I don't know what I'm doing there. And with the, the Colores, I think we've built a really great community. So we want to create a networking event where people can come and you pay not too much money to come in and meet a bunch of other cool Dallas creatives and beyond and just support each other and hear from cool speakers and have some drinks and dress up and look nice and feel nice and just mix and mingle. And we're excited about our first ever networking event with the Coco. Nice. Looking forward to it. <laughs> That's one word. So much. Uh, then finally, I know a few people have been asking me, what's the next art show theme? What's the next art show theme? It is going to be... Give it to me. Viva la Mujer! So our next art show is going to be very mujer-centric, very women-centric. Um, and we're really looking forward to that. So get started on your artwork. We'll get more details soon on all of these events. And we really look forward to submissions and how that will play out. It is something we care very deeply about, obviously. And we look forward to your submissions. So that is Viva La Mujer is our upcoming Grace Space art show for 2018. Then there's a few more things that are a little bit deeper into the year, but still worth mentioning. The 214 Selena event for 2018 will be here before you know it. It should take place around March. And we're going to follow up with that. Very quickly, in April, we will have our one-year anniversary. I know it seems a little far, but trust me, these things will just slap you in the face. And so we just want to mention them to you all because we have some really huge, exciting things planned 
within those events and we can't wait to see you here and i know we saw alexander on instagram live tell us he's gonna come from washington dc for that one year anniversary and that means everything to us so we love you all we can't believe this is almost a full year for our not only just the end of this year but for the whole freaking podcast and y'all have been riding with us and we're so thankful and it's been so fun and i think we can finally jump to take it away pat all right, so I'm going to throw a shout-out to one of the bands that's probably uh, my favorite. Well, they've been my favorite in general, but they released an EP this year. they also been busting their ass, making sure that people were donating or are aware that Puerto Rico still needs donations and still needs help. Um, Busca Buya. They released their second EP, EP2, this year. They had a feature with a lado negro. Shout-out to But, yeah, prima fun. Please look it up. Primafund.org. They it's to help the musicians and stuff in Puerto Rico get like help and funds to kind of continue doing their creative work. Um, so yeah, check out their EP. That's who I wanted to do as my who you got because I think that's pretty cool and important, and I love that they're using their platform to educate people on that. So yeah. Noise. I like. I like. I think I've heard of them, but I probably should actually check them out. They're really good. I was really bummed because they played South by, and they only played one show, and that was Fader Fort, and it was super exclusive this year. You didn't. You didn't get VIP to that. I actually did not. They didn't let Pat Don Aragine in. They did not let Pat Dot Aragine in. I usually would get the wristband for Fader Fort, and this year it was like super, super, super exclusive that you can't. Sucks for them. (laughs) Shut up. They missed out. You probably could have gotten it. No. The driver probably knew somebody that works at <laughs> Doar. No, because I worked events at South. Oh Lines yeah, my friend, my friend Benjamin Franklin works the door all the time. He <laughs> so do work that dough. <laughs> let me tell you. Meet you at the door. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of our best moments. That was at the good. You look dusty. <laughs> You ain't even, you ain't you that ain't culture, cute, honey. Is that another me? <laughs> oh, that would be. We're a gonna good have one. so many the Coco wrap ups that are one culture, year. Culture, honey, look, look it up. up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry to sidetrack y'all. I had to like just. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. That's what you're best at here at the Colores <coughs> Radio. Go ahead, Rafa. Um, I. So I, I've been, I guess, listening to a few. I thought we were doing a, a wrap-up oh, of the best. Oh, you're best of. You can do that. Yeah, so I think it would go without saying that it would be my soulmate, my roommate crush every day, the most amazing person on this planet, Marina de Marco. That would you're be my best. Are you really going to bring her up Yes, that's the best. That's your best of the whole year. All the things Yes, that's my to. best of. At one year. <laughs> Can I say a few? Yes, please. <laughs> because See, I didn't know I was going to give a couple. I just went with one. Sorry. You always do. You give a book, a movie, an album. I know. I could have <laughs> given a thank to each I know. One. We need to just have you have like five. Look at this. Take it away, Johnny. I've been listening to a few. Uh, I've been getting into like the R&B vibey stuff like a lot. Like who? <laughs> like Boys to Men, Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Boyz II Men is coming like in a couple weeks. No, yeah, they, they were here. They were. They did a show. My boy Manny was like Manny went. He was like, Damn, a, no. Manny, what you trying no. to do? <laughs> no, he was like at a company Christmas party, and then the, uh, Boyz II Men was performing. That is what? lit. They got yeah. some money. That company. Uh, yeah, I, I ain't even gonna put my boy on blast like that, but whatever. Who else? Um, my boy Info Rizzle put me on to Surf, TDE. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so I was kind of skeptical at first, but I gave it a few. Huh? 
a razor blade. Okay. Hopefully I don't cut myself. Yeah, hopefully you don't. I'm just um, getting a little bit nervous. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's chill. It's it's ah oh man, it's hard to describe. But I've actually I, it took me a couple of listens to get into like his sound. But um, and then I read. I don't know if what I was listening to was the project that he did with Ninth Wonder or not. Mm-hmm. But I know him and Ninth uh, worked on a project, so it'd be really cool um to pay more attention to to what he's got cooking. Um, uh, I really liked um, Big Crit is one of my who you got. Um, I liked Belly, yes, Mumble you Rap. Did, you he, did. I I did like Belly a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Wow, you sound like me today. No, I'm just kidding. It's our best of episode. Our wrap so up. Pat, you gotta what did do I do it. to you today? <laughs> Pat, Y'all are like, a lot. Pat, you're you're hating. Your hate for me is on like one thousand today. <laughs> Anyways, is that your who you got? Yeah, that's my who's you's gots. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so my who's I got that didn't work the same. Um, who's eyes got? Who's eyes got? There is a few. I Goldberg. I never said him, but I think you want to love me down. I don't think you want to me down like Ray J. But no, I'm down. I think that's a trigger to get show me. Definitely. I'm looking at my playlist right now, trying to make sure I got everybody. Carrie Foe's up that there, Cardi really B, good. like, oh even word. her new tracks are still fire, like, if she's definitely not gonna be just a one-hit wonder, and if oh boy is really cheating on, we about to get some more fire, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, I'm sorry you're going through that pain, sis, but we about can, to get I some fire. I like how we're all excited, because we're like, dang, God. I cut offset off. She fit to do it. <laughs> Cardi, get in there. Cardi, we support you. Uh, Lizzo is always fun. Her newer track, Truth Holt. Truth Holtz. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> Her newer track, Truth Hurts, is really good. As far as my more chill stuff, SZA. Like, at first, when I first heard that album, I was like, I don't know. And then yeah. I, like, went through problems yeah. with love. And I was like, yes, girl. <laughs> tell him. I'm tired. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think I've named a lot of my, my major babies, Pat said Sid the Kid, who I've been listening to quite a bit as well, and I think those are my main, who you got for, I think you said Daniel Caesars, Caliucci's, you know, all of that, we, we kind of share a lot of the same artists, which is what gets difficult, because then I start yelling at Pat for stealing my artists, even though she didn't, and we just listen to a lot of the same things, because we're siblings. But great year for music. Definitely great year for art in general. I'm looking forward to 2018 post Trump era because that's when art becomes even more revolutionary. So shout yeah. out to all our who you gots and, and to all the creatives out there. All the creatives doing all the books and oh yeah, I only talk to music. Movies are great. Music books have been really interesting and powerful as well. Um, Gabby Rivera, shout out because I really loved her book. And America Chavez is no longer going to be. In I don't Marvel even want to talk about that. That is so frustrating. Oh, but then yeah, I saw I a lot of things that said, you know what? Don't be mad that Marvel's not doing it anymore because there's a lot of creatives out there that are representing in comic books and graphic novels. And I was like, you know what? I need to expose myself <coughs> and read, find these comics and read them to For support real. your local. You have yeah, that to. was the other thing about Coco, too. Mm-hmm. Coco. I said Coco. Coco. That's how they taught um, us to say it. Coco. Yeah, Coco. sorry. That conditioning is. Whew. 
Coco. Um, no, but Shay made a comment, and he Shay was like, Serrano? yeah, and so he said, you know, now I patiently wait for all the Latino stuff to get greenlit mm-hmm. after they saw the success of Coco. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, you were a force to be reckoned with. If it's one thing that they learned, if that big money learned from Coco is like, look, for sure. we, we, we can be creative. Shout we out can to be Shea Serrano. He had an incredible 2017 and has been Ooh, repping yeah. for Latinos. There's so lie. many. Any yeah. other things we need to touch before we before he we drop this that, year did off? Did you see he did the, like, the <coughs> FOH Army donated to oh, yeah. um, Rosa Esperanza, Esperanza yeah. which is a fellow alumni UNT. I was in some classes with... Um, her and our friend German were a part of and Christina the and team. Abby and Avery. A lot of yeah, a lot really of our cool. lot of our friends were involved yeah. in the project. Get that work, get that work. Yes. Yeah, so just we got to keep supporting each other. Um, we definitely need to address issues within the Latino community. Anti-blackness is a major one because if you can't tell, it's a big part of our what we love and who we are, and we need to to stand up for these people that have been standing up for our rights too. Um, anybody else have any other Trans things to share? Matter. Trans lives matter. Black lives matter. Immigrants are important. Um, all the things. All of the things. Yeah. Anything else, Rafa? No. Um, men are still trash. FTT uh, forever. Fuck Donald Trump forever. Yeah. I think we've covered a lot of them. Quince- the, I was going to say Quincess. I was trying to say Queen and Princess at the same time. Quincess. I Rest like that. Peace. That sounds weird. Space Queen, Carrie Fisher. Today's her anniversary. Who's Ay, that? Patricia. <laughs> I'm not Carrie Fisher, bro. Oh, she was in. She said Quincess. She was in. Ella <laughs> salió en la Star Trek, right? Sí, el Star Trek. Sí, uh-huh. esa mera, sí. Esa mera. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not super right now. Oh, <laughs> we have a lot of the Coco things to discuss Get that throwback. Get that throwback. That throwback. <laughs> All right, then we will officially wrap up our 2017 highlights, the the Coco Dundies. Thank you all so much for listening to our very final episode of The Colores Radio for 2017, signing off from the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. We hope you learned a little something with us today. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Subscribe and leave us a darn review. Thank you, Pat. We need them. It'll help us advance and do some things. We'd love to keep growing, so please, please share it with your Tia Aurora. You know where that's that, from? Like Share it. I know! <laughs> Share it with your tia Aurora. Your mans. That's not really your mans. Whoever, let us know what your favorite part was. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. Shout out to Rafael for doing the Hot Cheeto Challenge. Maybe we'll <laughs> share that with you all because Maybe. he experienced something special I can't today. I did that. He did that, honey. Yeah. Everybody watched. It was strange. Yeah. And I just let you do it. Um, we could not go on. We could not go on without your support. Tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at Exile on all social media. And Patricia at pat.aragine on Instagram. <laughs> we promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at thecoloriscollective at gmail.com. Thank you so much again for listening and join us again Yo. in a few weeks for The Colores, the, the, the Colores Radio. Radio.